Hey there, Donna Ashton here for some real talk. Honestly, I don't like working that much, but I do like to make a lot of money. And I'm here to help you work less and make more so you can have your dream business. To be the boss on your terms, work when you want, from where you want, and maybe take Fridays off. This show is for coaches, consultants, and experts who want to leverage their time, make a bigger impact, and earn more money without working harder. Here's what you'll get on my show. Successful entrepreneurs revealing their best tips for a laptop lifestyle, my strategy and tools for creating courses, and the latest marketing trends to get your course sold. Basically, stories of real people living their dream business who also have the freedom to enjoy it. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Work Less, Make More podcast. In today's episode, we're diving into something that was big discussion in our final mastermind call from last week. And we were talking about this and I thought, wow, this is a really great analogy. I want to bring it out to everyone else. So we were having this great discussion about what to put in a course. Um, We had several people who had done their beta launch and realized there was way too much stuff in the course. And this is common even after they've been with me, even after I have, you know, given them like templates and, you know, we've really honed in on the outcome of the course. I think it's still an issue. And I want to bring this to you today, because I think sometimes we don't think we're doing this and we, and we are, because I think that I, you know, in my teachings inside courses for coaches, we have a framework for what we're teaching. And I try to keep that very, um, not strict, but like we really work on not putting everything into the course, but I think people still are putting too much into the course based on some of the feedback that I got. So let me bring this out to you. If you are right now trying to figure out what content to put in your course, if you already have a course and you're finding people are overwhelmed, people aren't getting through it, or there's just like too much stuff going on. So (laughs) the title of this is, is your course the all you can eat buffet? So picture yourself at one of these all you can eat buffets. And we literally kind of dissected all of these things and it fits so well. So first the price is inexpensive, right? Relatively speaking, you can go And I don't know, I haven't been to these in a while, but you know, anywhere from maybe 10 to $20, depending on what type of buffet for the all you can eat. And it's relatively inexpensive as compared to if you just went to a restaurant and ordered a meal, which is why people go, right? They want to get all the food they can. And so they think, wow, for only $15, I'm going to be able to go back to that bar as many times and fill this plate up as many times as I want. So that's the first piece is that it's usually an inexpensive uh, price because that's the whole draw, like come get all you can eat for X amount of money. Um, Then there is a lot of food, a lot of different aisles. You know, I, I know we went, my husband used to like to go to this um, like Asian place and it, it, I've seen much bigger ones if it's just like a general 
um, like has all kinds of food and there are tons of options. There is all this food. So there are like, you can just kind of be wandering around for 10 minutes, like just to try to get through all of the little, you know, places to look, to even see what they have. I know when I have gone to these, I just like walk by it all first to try to even figure out what I want. And usually I'm so confused. I don't know where to start. (laughs) So um, there's a lot of options, a lot of choices. And it's just, there's a lot to kind of sift through. All right. And then you have not very high quality food, in my opinion, it's, you know, it's okay. But I think in order for those, these restaurants to make any money on this, they're using probably the cheapest ingredients, the, you know, many times the food is not prepared in a way that I would find appetizing. Like the vegetables are super overcooked and mushy. Um, the meat is, you know, like you're wondering what is it mystery meat? Like what exactly is that? (laughs) Um, and you know, the, the selection for the desserts is, you know, like, vanilla or chocolate soft serve with vanilla sprinkles, right? So nothing super great, um, probably not really healthy ingredients, not really high quality ingredients. The cooking or the recipes are simple and just um, okay, you know, from what I've seen, you know, they're, they're okay, but it's kind of like you get what you pay for when you go into those places. So you know, the price is right. If you want that, the price is low. There's tons of things to sift through. There are all these other people that you have to navigate around. Like it's crowded. Um, you have to maybe wait in line to get to the desserts. They run out. I know one time we went to a seafood, like a seafood buffet. And I think it was maybe like $25. And they had the, you know, part of it was the all-you-can-eat crab legs. However, there never was any in there. Or if you got there, you could grab maybe like one or two. And then you'd have to wait like another 20 minutes for them to bring out another batch. And they, you know, so even though it was sort of like all-you-can-eat crab legs, you were lucky if you got a couple of them. And they certainly weren't all-you-can-eat because you had to wait. Or you just kind of gave up and went back and got some more fries. (laughs) or something else that's much less expensive for them to serve. Um, I remember also we had this, it wasn't an all you can eat place, but on Tuesday nights or something, they had all you can eat ribs and we would go sometimes. And it was so interesting. The first, it wasn't like a buffet, but they would bring you a plate. The first plate you got was like the ribs and you got fries. And I think there was coleslaw and you could get a salad. And so we would eat, you know, the plate and then, you know, you can only eat so much of that by the time you eat the fries and the coleslaw and the first round of ribs. This, it seemed like the second plate we got had so much more sauce on it. And if we asked for a third plate, which honestly I never did, except for when I was pregnant, I think I had like four racks or five racks of ribs. We got wise then and stopped eating the fries. We would just eat the salad and the coleslaw so we could eat more ribs. But it seemed like they got um, like more sauce and just thicker so that you just couldn't eat as many. 
So there, this, this could have been our imagination, but we swore that the restaurant would serve you more saucy so that you would eat less as you went on. And it could be the way they tried to keep it in check. So you've got a lot to navigate. You've got people, you have to, you know, get a new plate each time you have to, you know, walk up there, fill up your plates, wait for the good stuff. If they have anything like that, wait in line, um, kind of just move around people and then, you know, go back. Um, and also I think we always way overeat. You know, I remember thinking, why should I go to these all-you-can-eat buffets? I don't, I can't eat that much at one sitting. I, I just can never, no matter what it is, I don't eat a lot at one time. So I feel like I'm not even getting my money's worth for the $15 or whatever, 20 bucks. I'm like, I'm not even hardly eating. I just had a couple, like a salad and a couple things. And I, how much can you actually eat? Now I know I have seen people piling things on their plates. You could be one of them. <laughs> like really, I think we just overeat because it's all you can eat. So we just like stuff ourselves with everything there, whether we really want it or not, because it's available and we feel like we've paid for it and we need to get our money's worth out of it. So we're probably eating things we shouldn't be eating, or we're just eating way too much of it, or we're just eating it even if we don't want it. So I think there's a lot here, you know, like with all of that. And now let's like put that to bed for a minute and think about times if you've ever been to a very exclusive, expensive restaurant, you've gone for a special occasion, an anniversary, a graduation or something, and and you go in and it's, you know, the atmosphere is so much different. It's quiet. There's amazing wait staff, you know, at the all you can eat buffet, you don't really get a waiter or maybe someone comes by every once in a while and just, you know, fills up your water or takes your empty plates, right? At the exclusive restaurant, you have an amazing wait staff. They, you know, everything is set nicely. There's soft music. It feels like um, the atmosphere is really nice you're catered to, uh, yes, the prices are a lot higher, right? But you are also, so that's one, like you're there and you have more exclusive prices, but with that comes the expectations. And usually, hopefully, if you're in the right restaurant of just a better experience, a much more quality food, like the, the quality of the food is top notch, right? They use grass-fed steak or they use top USDA sirloin or whatever. They use the best cuts. They are using top quality organic vegetables or salads or just using the freshest local food, which obviously costs more than the bulk food at the buffet. So they're using higher quality food. They're using top cuts and top you know, pieces and, and selections and good quality, natural or organic foods. And then the way it's prepared, like usually when you go to a restaurant like this, the meals take long, a longer time. Sometimes it could be two hours, you know, you're having your drinks or wine and you have your appetizer and it takes a while because each meal is prepared to order. Each meal is cooked just for you. Each piece is cooked when it's time for you to eat instead of just sitting there, you know, on the hot buffet ready to go. So they're cooking it to order. There is, you have to wait for your food rather than just going to get it. But 
it's so much better. It's so much tastier. It's not mushy vegetables or mystery meat. It's amazing. The sauces, the way they prepare it, the presentation with things drizzled on the side or little vegetables that are curly cued or whatever that, you know, they, they put it in. It just looks amazing when it comes and you just taste it immediately. And it's like, oh my gosh, you know, just the taste is like so amazing. And you take a bite and you're just like, oh, I love this. This tastes so good. And the other thing is that the portions are much smaller and it's so interesting. I feel like you know, obviously it's more expensive and exclusive. So you get that lower, like just a smaller quantity, but I feel like because the food tastes so good and is such high quality that it's like, you're satisfied for, you know, I've never really been to one where you just have like one thin slice, or maybe it's been very rare where you're like leaving hungry, but if it's a good restaurant, you still feel full and satiated because you got exactly what you wanted and not any more. We're not, you're not stuffing yourself, you know, with three baskets of bread ahead of time and all of the, you know, vegetables and starches, like it's all balanced. And that's why many times when you go to this type of restaurant, they say no substitutions because they have created a balanced meal that the food complements each other. They, they take time to, Make sure that the side dishes, the rice, the risotto, the potato, whatever you've got that comp- it really complements the fish or the steak or the whatever, the lobster, like everything goes together. And it's not just like, you know, picking off the all you can eat buffet where you get totally unrelated foods and you're just mashing them all together. So they have taken time to create this experience and having the foods complement each other and blend in a way that you're just like, "Mm." I don't know if you can tell by now, my husband and I are very much foodies. (laughs) We go out to eat a lot. We love food and good quality food. And I think I've been um, kind of, because my husband is such an amazing cook, we started with me hardly eating anything. I was raised like being super picky and not eating hardly any foods. And over the years, he has kind of, you know, cooked things. And I'm like, Oh, I really do like this. <laughs> it's amazing. I like shrimp. I like fish. So since then we try to go to places that have really good food because he's like, otherwise he could just stay home and cook it himself. And it'd be a lot better. So I have a little bit of a foodie in me now. So I'm not only really a food snob, but I do like good quality food. So going to these restaurants, I have expectations that these, the food is going to be amazing. Yes, I'm paying a little bit more, but it's highly worth it to me. And it's, it's just an experience of going, the atmosphere, the food, the wait staff, taking our time and sifting through the food while we chat and talk and catch up and it's a whole thing rather than, you know, the 30 minute, all you can eat buffet where you just kind of go in there and stuff your face and leave. So thinking about your course, cause now we've really like, you know, um, talked about these two types of scenarios. Um, let's look at your course. Is your course the all you can eat buffet where you are giving too much information 
They're slogging through stuff of, that's maybe not unrelated. They have to navigate through all these modules. I'm just think, thinking about the all-you-can-eat buffet, going around the people, trying to get the things they really want. And then it's not available or it's just small doses like the crab legs. <laughs> they People come and buy a course because they're looking for a particular solution to their migraine problem. I know you guys have heard this. If you've been listening to this podcast, if not go back to my earlier modules, when I talked about finding the migraine problem, your course needs to be the migraine medicine. And I know that I prefer, and I believe the way I'm teaching the courses, I prefer the exclusive restaurant that has excellent support that has amazing content and that I can navigate through it. I don't have to look through 35 modules and go through all this stuff because I'm super overwhelmed with all of that. And I feel like, well, if I'm paying two or $300 for a course, then I guess I get what I get versus, you know, coming into something like I have this problem and it's really, it's, it's so important to me because I can't continue going on without getting this problem solved. It's well worth it for me to pay a thousand dollars or $1,500 or $750 or whatever to get this solution fixed and to get it fixed in the shortest amount of time for my situation, because I don't need all the fluff. I don't need all the other song and dance. I don't need all of this. People will pay for speed. People will pay for exclusivity. Now, when you're eating in a restaurant, I know it's a little bit different. It's not about speed, but think of your course as easy to navigate, to come in and simply go through it. Like as a person coming into an exclusive restaurant, there's nothing that I really have to do except for sit down. They, they bring me the menus. They bring me the water. They bring me my drink or wine. They bring me my salad. They give me a new fork when it's time to eat my meal. I have my napkins. I, anything I need, they bring right to me. It's simple. And I don't have to go looking around for cold water, or I don't have to be like getting another fresh plate or walking up to get my food. It's very simple and it's brought to me. It's done in a very, um, it, you know, um, easy way that I don't have to really do anything except for just be served and eat this delicious food. So I want you to think about your course in that way. How can you create something that just walks people through the process, your system, your formula, your, you know, whatever your, your whole methodology is, how can you walk them through that in such a way that there's really nothing they have to do outside of just going to the next module, going to the next, doing the exercises and doing, and there's nothing that's left out. However, there's not a lot of extra stuff thrown in there just because, well, wait, maybe they need this and maybe they need that. Like it's so simple and so easy to navigate that they get the win. They get the transformation. They really have success with your course instead of getting lost 
in the shuffle of all of this stuff. And like, yes, they got a little bit, but there's these, all these bonus things. And they feel like if they don't take all those bonus modules and go through them, that they've wasted it. It's like putting more bonus things and putting all that stuff is all those extra things on the buffet that you feel like you need to eat even though you don't really want them because, well, it's all included in the price. And if I don't eat all that, I feel like I'm not getting my money's worth. I think this happens a lot of times in courses. We put extra things in because they may need that. Or this would also go along really well with this course. And then people feel like if they don't go through all of that, then they're, they're wasting their money. And it's, it's just a whole different way of looking at it. So I don't want your course to be the all you can eat buffet. And I want yours to be the exclusive experience that they come in, they get what they need, they get the migraine medicine, but it's not all dumped onto them in a huge dose. It's taken just the right amount they need to solve their migraine and make them feel really amazing. Again, we're not just dumping everything out and giving all the medicine at once, or that they have to search over here or there, decide which medicine, if this, 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 is it this, like it really needs to be a very true, clear, simple process to take them through. And you might be thinking, well, that's kind of odd because I feel like the more that I give, the more value I'm adding, right? I know I've had people say, well, I only have four modules. So how can I charge $750 or $500 for four modules? It's the exact, like, like if you think about it, going back to this food analogy, then just think of it that way. How does the restaurant who serve, you know, who you have to pay $30 for your meal and the, it's like one fourth the food but it's more expensive, right? So you don't, don't try to compare it to just by how much. Think about the quality of the food. Think about the quality of your materials, your course, the ease of flow and how they can get in there. So don't try to say, well, I, I don't think I can price it that high. I've only got this here. But think of those exclusive restaurants that it's not just about the quality, the quantity of the food, it's all about the experience and the ease, the quickness you can get through and the, the, um, the transformation that you'll get on the other side. Like when I leave a restaurant like that, we just went this past weekend, we had some people in town and we went to this amazing restaurant that we love. We don't go there all the time, obviously, but we went and we were there for several hours and it was so amazing. I thought, wow, like it sticks with me. And I'm thinking that with the food was amazing. The service was amazing. Everything just made the whole night amazing. And, you know, I might spend two hours at this restaurant. And when, if we might go to a different place, that's not the same, it still is like an hour and a half. So it's not much longer, but it's so much better. It, it's so much more um, of an experience. So I want your course to be the experience, not the all you can eat, eat buffet. So I hope this helps bring some of these concepts that may be going through your head where I have to put more in to charge more, or I just feel like they need more. Think about that. Think about like, oh my gosh, it's causing overwhelm. They have to decide, oh my gosh, where do I start with this? Do I go through all of this? 
How do I navigate through all this? Do I have to listen to every one of these things and do all of this stuff? It can, it really does create more confusion, more overwhelm, more, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to put so much time into this. And, and people, that's why, why people pay for speed of courses. They can just get in there and get it done, right? That's why you go to the hour um, minute lube or whatever they call it. The, the gas, when you get your oil change, you might pay more, but you pay for the speed. Like, Hey, I don't want to spend, you know, three hours getting my oil changed. I want to get in and get out. So people will pay more for speed and ease and to be pampered. Right. So think about this when you're creating your content and what you're looking to put in. And when you're looking to just create an amazing experience, for your student. It's not about just, okay, they bought my course. Now here's all my stuff. And it's just randomly put in a course needs to be designed for success and for transformation and to get them to the end. Your migraine medicine needs to work, or it's like taking a placebo pill and they're not going to, they're not going to shout out to their friends about this amazing thing they got if they can't even get through it and don't get the transformation, that's wasted money. That's when they're like, well, I just wasted $300 because I didn't even get anything or I only got a little bit out of this course and I'm still have the problem. I'd rather people pay $750 or $1,000 and get the transformation they're really looking for with some support from me on the side, which is what I teach in courses for coaches and have that exclusive um, experience and really get what they came for. And that's when you, you create raving fans. That's when you create repeat business. That's when you create referrals and people with great, giving you great success stories and testimonials. And that's what you're really looking for here. So I hope you liked the food analogy. Thanks for the people in my mastermind who helped me put this together because I was really like, oh my gosh, I have to bring this to the podcast. So I hope you got some great information and I will see you on our next episode. Thanks so much for dropping in and spending time with me. Does your dream of working less seem a bit closer after that episode? Mine does. And I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and move you closer to your goals. And if you're wondering if you are ready to do this, Hop over and take the Create Your Course quiz for instant results on your next step in the course process, createyourcoursequiz.com. Check the show notes for all the links at donnaashton.com forward slash podcast. Before you go, if you enjoyed the conversation, make sure to subscribe to the show to get new episodes each Thursday as they come out. And if you're on the Apple Podcast app and want to leave us a quick review and some love, that will help spread the word to motivate others to work less and make more.